Good morning, lovely Grace Vineyard. Throughout this year, I've been teaching on spiritual disciplines, or, if you prefer the term, spiritual practices, designed to bring us into a deeper relationship with God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, so that we are transformed more and more into His likeness, or, as Paul puts it, in Ephesians 4.13 until we're all moving rhythmically and easily with each other, efficient and graceful in response to God's Son, fully mature adults, fully developed within and without, fully alive like Christ. I truly want to be like that. And that's why I've been so passionate about teaching on spiritual formation. By focusing on the word, prayer, meditation, rest, Sabbath, silence and solitude, self-care, worship, community, the list goes on. So what do we do with all these disciplines or practices we've been learning about? In this final session, I want to show you how you can craft them into a rule of life. No, do not switch off your devices and walk away. This is really important. So what is a rule of life? It is simply a sacred rhythm around which we arrange our lives for spiritual transformation. If the word rule freaks you out, let's replace it with something more acceptable, like a rhythm of life. When our lives are in balance, it's like the peaceful ebb and flow of the tide, as waves lap gently on the shore and then roll back, only to flow forward again in a beautiful rhythmic dance and we can truly say, it is well with my soul. But how often do we find our lives in chaos and confusion, where everything seems to be happening at once and nothing seems to be going right? We feel helpless and hopeless, tossed around by powerful waves of chance over which we have no control. Our lives during 2020 have felt like this in many respects, leaving us feeling insecure and uncertain of the present, never mind the future. This is a wonderful opportunity to craft a rule or rhythm of life, a schedule or set of practices and relational rhythms that help us create space in our busy world for us to be with Jesus. It is simply a pattern of attitudes, behaviours and practices that are regular and routine and intended to produce a certain quality of life and character. The word rule comes from the Latin word regular which means a straight piece of wood, a ruler, a signpost, 
a trellis or support. Think of a vineyard where a trellis holds up the vines to help them grow and produce maximum fruit. We need our rule of life as a kind of support structure to organize our lives around abiding in the vine. In John 15, 5, Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. A rule of life helps us to abide in Christ. It is the life-giving structure offering freedom, growth and joy in him. It flows out of our sense of longing for more of God in our lives and a willingness to rearrange our lives to make ourselves more available to him. So, how should you craft your rule of life? First of all, it's your rule of life. It's deeply personal to you, your stage of life, your dreams and desires, and where you are on your spiritual journey. Take the time to explore the disciplines and practices I've taught on in this series. They're all on the Grace Vineyard website if you missed them or just want to refresh your memories. And then arrange them in a way that fits your lifestyle and also has beauty, like a dance or a beautifully arranged symphony or the ebb and flow of seasons and tides. These practices that you choose must come from a deep desire to engage in them on a regular basis, not from an obligation to do them. Remember, they are to give you life in Jesus. They are not a to-do list to add pressure to your already busy schedule. Spend time with God as you plan and prepare. Try it out for a couple of weeks to see how it works for you. Adjust where necessary and review every six months or so to see if it is still working for you. Your rule of life is not set in stone, but reflects your spiritual journey in the seasons of your life. You do need to be intentional. If your goal is to run five kilometers for charity, as my crazy friend did, you will never achieve it by lying in bed thinking about it, reading a runner's magazine, or talking to other runners about it. You have to plan your time to do it, the route you will take, and then put on your running gear and get out and run. It is the same with your rule of life. You need to plan what practices you are going to do and when you are going to do them. Here's an easy win and one you're already doing. Attending church on Sunday morning. 10.15 to 12.15. This is such an important spiritual discipline. And the fact that you're here on Zoom this morning means you have prioritized meeting together as part of the Grace Vineyard family for worship, 
feeding on the word, prayer and fellowship. Unfortunately for others, this is not a priority. They miss church because they have prioritized other things above church. Having a lion, doing housework or gardening, visiting friends and family, shopping, taking children to a sports event or a party. In Hebrews 10.25, it talks about not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing. There are some times when we miss church for very good reasons, and those people usually inform us if they are not going to be there. But as Christians, this should be a priority, a life-giving experience, and a rule of life. Start small. If you are new to this, start where you are, not where you feel you should be. This is not a competition or a race. Doable, enjoyable rhythms will move you forward in spiritual formation at a deliberate, relaxed pace. Ten minutes of Bible reading a day could be an achievable and enjoyable practice that could develop into a life-giving rhythm that you later want to extend to 15 or 20 minutes or even half an hour. Pursuing some practices regularly is a far more benefit than planning lots of practices you never get around to doing. Be specific. Practices need to be concrete. For example, 10 minutes of silence and solitude, first thing in the morning, rather than something vague and difficult to define. Make sure it's what you can do, rather than what you think you'd like to be doing or should be doing. I wanted to review my day with the Lord at the end of the day, but I wasn't sure how to go about it. I tried praying, but found my mind wandering all over the place, or I started to doze off. When I discovered the prayer of examine, I realized this was the tool I was looking for. And now I have a specific way to end my day and then go to sleep with a clear mind. Be ruthlessly realistic. A couple with young children or a new baby will have radically different rhythms from a retired couple whose children have left the nest. Mark and I have very different rhythms where I am in full-time ministry and Mark is bivocational, leading grace and working as a crew chief with an events company that requires some very odd hours. If you do not take into account a realistic assessment of your stage of life, you are doomed to fail. One of the great temptations of the spiritual life is to believe if you were in another season, you could be more spiritual. The truth is, spiritual formation takes place when you embrace the challenges and opportunities associated with 
each season of your life. Being around children all day can teach you more about patience than a meditation on a Bible verse. It can also teach you much about simple faith and unconditional love. To craft your rule of life, you need to know what is real now, what can be changed and what can't be changed and make that your rhythm. Now you've some idea of the how of crafting a rule or rhythm of life. Let's look at the what. What sort of things do you want to include? Remember, it is deeply personal, a way of connecting with God that arises from a longing and a desire to be transformed. Whether you are an extrovert or an introvert will depend hugely on what draws you to a relationship with God and a life of abundance in Him. Some practices you may want to do daily, some weekly and some monthly. You may even do quarterly or annually. Mark and I plan an annual spiritual retreat to charge our batteries and to focus completely on God and time in His presence. So what practices revitalize you and fill you with delight? Do you enjoy a daily quiet time for Bible reading and prayer? Is there a specific time or place that works for you? Could you incorporate some silence and solitude? A meditation on a passage of scripture using Lectio Divina or imaginative reading of scripture, putting yourself in the scene? Could you practice breath prayers, breathing in and out, saying something like, come Holy Spirit as you breathe in and then fill me with your presence as you breathe out? Or do you need to do a hands down and hands up prayer, turning your hands down as you put all your cares and worries and then turning them up to receive all that God has for you. Does the prayer of examine work for you? Do you do a daily meditation such as Lectio 365? Do you enjoy a walk in nature, spending time focusing on Creator God? Or worshipping Him with Christian music on your drive to work? Just remember to keep your eyes open, please. And if you have a voice like mine, the window's up. Do you have a weekly Sabbath? Coming together with your church family to worship and fellowship and break bread. Then feasting and having a fun family time in the Lord. Can you spend a day away from work and shopping and all your devices, phones, tablets, screens, and just be together in the Lord? Do you meet with your church family during the week to worship, study the word, pray and fellowship and build one another up? Do you have a prayer partner or a spiritual companion 
to walk your spiritual journey with you, someone who you trust and can share with openly and freely? Do you have a regular time to meet? Do you love to journal or draw what the Lord is saying to you in your times in his presence? Do you volunteer, offer your services, gifts and talents in ministry, justice, compassion, outreach on a regular basis? Do you have a healthy sleeping pattern, maintaining a minimum of seven hours sleep a night? Do you build regular rest and margin into your day? Do you practice self-care, making sure you exercise regularly and follow a healthy eating plan? Do you plan date nights with your husband or wife and special family times together? Are you practicing hospitality? reaching out to neighbours, colleagues, those five people on your list from your mission-shaped living course? Is this built into your rule of life? Because this gives you great joy and an opportunity to demonstrate the love of God. Or do you just do this if and when the opportunity arises? I hope this has given you some idea of what you can craft into your rule or rhythm of life that you are already doing and perhaps something I've shared draws you and excites you and you may want to add this in and trial it for a few weeks. There may be something you've heard today that challenges you and you would like to commit to practicing it as a way of growing spiritually. Remember, rather do one thing well than try to do things because you think you should and simply wear yourself out and feel drained and frustrated rather than energized and living life in abundance. I'd like to invite you now to go into your breakout groups and discuss with one another what you've learned today, what practices you are already doing, and if there is something you might like to add and try out as you craft your rule or rhythm of life. What rhythms will feed your soul? Can you pray for one another? asking God to help you go deeper with him through these practices and to give you a rhythm that brings peace and joy. Have fun as you meet and share together.